Well, hey, if we have not met, uh, my name is uh, Nathan Bird, and uh, I reign from the north, north of Florida, in Birmingham, Alabama. So if you couldn't figure that out with my accent, Roll Tide is right, even though that, you know, we had a little bit of a, 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 a failure um, this year, you know, it's still good to be in the national title game every year. You know, I know uh, Howard, uh, Pastor Howard threw some shade last week to, to Bama, and we're still, um, we're still praying for the University of Florida. Um, but, uh, but anyway, I'm, uh, I'm honored to be here. I hope my iPad doesn't um, keep uh, shutting down like this. Um, got a new iPad for Christmas. Uh, my wife has been good to me. Um, but before I get started, I do want to just, uh, first of all, I want to honor my wife, um, Tara. This is, yeah. She likes to be in the spotlight. That's why she's hiding over there in the dark. She's actually ducking right now. I see her. Um, but uh, we've been married for a year and a half. We got married on August the 8th, 2020. 8-8-2020. It was truly a new beginning. We dated for eight months. Didn't plan all those numbers, but God speaks to me like that. And so I know that it was a brand new beginning for both of us. And um, the best gift I've, I've ever received in my life, straight up. That's all I can say, you know, and she has been um, amazing to me. She is an incredible servant. Um, the greatest among you will be the servant, not always the person with the mic, uh, the person in the spotlight. It's going to be the person who actually serves. Um, this is actually the heart of the kingdom. She does this better than anybody I've met. She truly does. At the house, other people, that's her heart um, is to serve. And so um, she definitely doesn't want to be up here in front of cameras and lights and stuff. That's not her thing, but... Um, she's going to have powerful impact, um, and we can't wait to be down here. She's finishing up dental hygiene school, so if you need your grill fixed, um, get it clean. You know, she's going to, um, she'll be ready to administer her skills. And um, also, my dad is here. Um, amen. And uh, he reigns from uh, Palm Beach, uh, Florida, so he's about uh, three, about three hours away from here. And um, it's a sweet day. It's a sweet day um, that uh, he's here, and um, I just thank you, and I honor you. And, um, you know, Pastor Howard was actually hitting on something that he felt God's Spirit was doing, and um, it was about the families. And Malachi says that he'll turn the hearts of the Father back to the kids and the kids back to the Father. And I believe that that's what God is doing in this. God is establishing a beachhead of family, what it really looks like to be family inside this house, but it's also going to permeate into the land of Tampa. Amen? Yeah, we're here for the city. And so um, I believe that what God has done in our family is a testimony. And a testimony is just simply just do it again, Lord. So I know that God will do it again. And uh, I just want to also just take a moment. I got a lot of first moments, but I want to just thank uh, Pastor Howard as well. Give it up for Pastor Howard. Um. I mean, I don't have enough time to just really uh, talk about all the different um, things that we've done over the past seven or eight years. Um, I remember the first time that we got together. It was at a coffee um, shop in um, Alabama. And actually, the funny thing is, is, I was in a small group with Howard. He had just moved, uh, him and Paul had just moved from Florida um, to Birmingham. And he was in this small group with us. And he never said nothing like the whole small group, semester, like months. 
dude never said nothing. He just sat there all like stoic. And I mean, I knew I could, I could sense God's presence on his life, like genuinely. I knew that this dude was like, you know, the real dude. There was, there was a confidence. There was a stability. Um, there was an approachability. There was all these things about him. And, um, but he never said anything. And we went to this conference, and I got prayed for. And this dude was like, hey, man, Pastor Howard, you know, he's, he's called to you. And I'm like, all right. He's like, you need to meet up with this guy. And I was about to go on a trip. So I was like, oh, okay. Um, so I, I, I get back, and I meet up with him. And we go to O'Henry's, which is a coffee house in Birmingham. It's amazing. Hope we can transplant one of them down here. And uh, I remember one of, the, one of the main things that I remember, and it's going to really kind of tie into what God's doing, um, is he said, um, we were just talking. I think he was showing me a scripture, and he just used this phrase, a house of healing. You remember that? A house of healing. And we didn't know where the journey was going to take us. There was no motive of trying to be pastors. We weren't even, in a, we weren't even on staff at a church yet. We were just sitting at a coffee shop with our Bibles open, um, yearning for what the Lord had for us and yearning to know Jesus. And that we knew that just being with Jesus, that it was his heart, that none should perish, and that everybody should be healed. Simple as that. So um, I just honor you, Pastor Howard. Uh, for your investment. You know, you truly are a spiritual investor. Um, people invest in stocks and other, you know, different types of securities to earn a return. Um, you've actually found your investment in people. And uh, I just pray your life always receives the return of your investment. So, thank you. Um, so, guys, I just want to continue really with what, um, uh, I'm looking at my watch. Howard told me I only had a couple hours um, but, um, I just want to just, uh, stay, um, in the same, um, the same rhythm of what he brought and really what he's been bringing about really getting ourselves focused, but also understanding, um, the nature and the character of God. Um, and that this year is a year of divine health and breakthrough. Yeah, it actually says in Romans 8 that it says creation is longing and groaning. It actually says for the sons and daughters of God to actually appear that actually have the answers and the solutions. Verse 14 says that they are actually led by the Spirit, or they're the carriers of another world. They're the carriers of not the vaccine or not the vaccine, you know, all the different noise that we hear. But they become the answer because right now, whether you're a for a vaccine, not a, a vaccine, you know, you're for this stock, you're, you're, you're against this stock, or, you know, there's all these, you know, for and against. No, what it shows, though, is the world is looking for an answer. Simply, it's as simple as that. They're looking for an answer. They're looking for breakthrough. And the ones that carry it are the mobile tabernacles or temples of God in the earth, which is the sons and daughters of God. And that is what creation is longing and groaning for. They're looking for a breakthrough in their bodies, in their families. They want to see addiction moved out of their families and out of their sons' and daughters' lives. They want to see their families repaired. Amen. They want to see anxiety and that wicked spirit of depression ripped off their back. Amen. God has not called us to tolerate darkness at all. He already took care of it, right, on the cross when he said it was finished. And he released a powerful message into our hearts, you know, that cries out, Abba, dear Father, that we have been adopted and that we are actually truly children of God and we actually carry his DNA. 
So this is a year of divine breakthrough and divine health. And really, I would say this year is the catalyst. It's not confined to this year, but God is doing a brand new thing. And he says, even before I actually do a new thing, he says, I announce it to you. So Pastor Howard and our team here, it, we, we announce that God is doing something very powerful. And he says that he will confirm every word with a sign, meaning that you will see the tangible result of God coming upon your body, coming upon your family, coming upon your workplace. Amen. So like we're going to actually go, we're, we're going to see that. And I actually just say this today. I give you permission, even in this service, for your body to be healed. Like even in this service. Like God cares about everything. If your ankle is hurting, if your back hurts, if your heart hurts, if you have like he even hit on emotional wounding on the inside. Like if you are dealing with anything like that, God has not called us to cope. All right? He didn't do what he did at the scourging post and at the cross for us just to get by. Amen? There are so many powerful scriptures of healing in the Bible. Actually, my mom has a CD. It takes 48 minutes to actually recite every healing scripture in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation just to read the scriptures. We don't need healing in heaven. We're going to be completely healed. So that just means that what it says in my Bible actually means that I need it on this side of, 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 of you know, eternity. That's why it says in Psalm 27, 13 that I would have lost heart or I would have been despaired if I had not believed that I would see what? The goodness of the Lord in the land of what? The living. In the land of the living. So this is our heart. This is our culture. That we believe that what he said, you will do the same things and even greater. He meant it. Like, did he mean it? Is the question. Did he mean it? Like, I believe that he actually meant it. So I'm excited because that means that I can actually do what Jesus did. I can walk in character like Jesus did. I can love people like Jesus did. I can also release the kingdom into their life and see their whole world turned upside down. Amen? So if you're depressed in here, if you're anxious, like these are real issues right now. If you've got doubt, some people are so plagued right now with a spirit of fear. And this is really... You know, what Howard has really been um, hitting on. He wants to see all this noise and racket be put to rest and actually see us walk in complete wholeness, body, soul, and spirit. So let me read a scripture real quick so we can always hear pastors say, hey, look, can we, we, let's read a, read a scripture real quick so we can qualify it. Um, so the book of 3 John, there's only one chapter in there. It says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, even as your soul prospers. We believe that. Beloved, I pray that you prosper in all things and be, some versions actually use the word good, be in, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. God simply wants us to actually be prosperous in our bodies, in our soul, mind, will, and emotions, and in our spirit. Amen? And this is how I actually know this. And this is where God really actually had me parked um, really over the past few days. And I would say it even um, is an exclamation point to the songs that we sang today. It's an exclamation point to what Pastor Howard got up here and just allowed the Holy Spirit to move. But it really is the picture of what Jesus went through. In Isaiah 52, 14, um, I think they're going to pop some of these scriptures up here on the screen. Um, so we're just going to roll with it. Um, 
It says, just as there were many who were appalled at him, his appearance was so disfigured beyond that of any human being and his formed mar beyond human likeness. That comes out of the NIV. It says that his image was marred beyond human likeness, meaning this is actually a picture of what Jesus went through. He was tortured. He was beaten. He was filleted at the scourging post. And this was all for us. Then as you continue to read from Isaiah 52 to Isaiah 53, it continues this vivid picture of what Jesus went through. It says, surely he actually bore our griefs. You know what that actually means in the original language? Sicknesses. He actually bore your sicknesses in his own body. And then it says, he carried our sorrows, which is just pain. And then it starts talking about that people looked at him and says that, man, this... He's, he's been smitten by, by God and, and stricken. He says, but no, 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 you don't understand this. He was pierced for your transgressions. He was bruised for your iniquities. The punishment or the chastisement that brought you peace was upon him, and by his stripes you've been healed. This verse actually shows what the atonement actually did. Amen. He actually carried your sickness. Like he was afflicted with cancer. He was afflicted with diabetes. He was afflicted with heart disease. Like we can't fathom it with our head. But Jesus himself bore it in his own flesh. And then it says that he was bruised. Which is an internal wound. Right? You know what bruises look like. But he was bruised on the inside. For all the emotional and all the soulish wounds that we've actually. um, That we're actually carrying. It says that he carried it in his own flesh. And then it says he he went all the way to the tree. And Galatians actually says everything that's been hung on a tree has been cursed. So all the issues, the sickness, the depression, the anxiety, the fear, all these things that would wage a war against 3 John 2, Beloved, I desire that you prosper in all things and be in good health. It actually says that he absorbed the blow. And then he actually released what John 10.10 says. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy But I have come to give you life and life abundantly so that you may prosper in all things. This is the gospel message, the simplicity of it. Jesus took care of everything in one moment. And then he released to us what he deserved, which was life and life abundantly. So this is actually how we can even have the confidence that Jesus actually wants to heal us Not only heal us, Pastor Howard said this last week, not only just heal us, but for us to actually walk in a divine order, which we call divine health. So like I want to get healed if I got an issue, but how about this? How about I actually want to walk in a realm of divine health? He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. Then he goes on to say that no plague shall come near your dwelling place, that he'll give his angels charge over you. And he says, because he set his love upon me, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to honor him with long life. He says, I'll honor you. And then he says, I'm going to show you my salvation, body, soul, and spirit. Isn't that amazing? Like, this is the word of God. He sent forth this word to heal. Amen? In John 1.14, it says the word became flesh and what? It actually dwelt among us. So that means that the word now has been released, Psalm 107.20, to heal you. It's going to become inside of you, but it's going to be released 
just like it was with Jesus, the word became flesh, and then it dwelled on the inside of my body. And now I no longer have cancer. I no longer have fear. I no longer have the emotional wounds that have happened to me. Yeah, they're very real things that have actually happened to me, but Jesus took care of all of it. And this is the confidence that we actually have. This is the culture of our house. We are a house of healing. This is the city of God. Howard's been getting us to say this. We are the city of God. But they come to the city to actually find refuge and to find healing and to find breakthrough. Amen? So last week, Pastor Howard talked about thankfulness. Try to get through my, skim up to my notes. Shelby's up there on the uh, switchboard with the, uh, with the slides. Um, so what he, what he, is that funny, switchboard? Um, so uh, PowerPoint, ProPresenter, um, all the real names. So what, uh, what Pastor Howard um, shared with us is that there are practical ways that we can participate as we're co-laboring in this relationship with Jesus that we have an ability to participate and actually um, access um, divine health. And he just simply gave us a principle of being, of being thankful. Like, Lord, we thank you. Even now, we thank you that you're in this place. We thank you that there's no separation anymore. You said that you would not leave us as orphans, but you would actually come. And we thank you that you're actually in this place. You would never leave us nor forsake us. You're always with us. And if you're with us, then who can be against us? If God is for me, who can be against us? Amen? So we just start giving thank, thanks to Jesus. You know, Pastor Howard talked about, like, if it was just thanking him for what he did for us, what we just read in Isaiah, I think that would be sufficient and that would be enough. But God has continued to release breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough in our life. So, like, we always should have a fresh thanks for the Lord. Amen? I mean, like, it was such a beautiful message. But he gave us a principle like, he gave us a principle, and I, and I really believe that today the Lord just wants to give us um, an even uh, another, another, I would say, another place of access, another, another door to walk through, and I want to use a story. I've, I've been this week studying. I studied Daniel. I studied Joshua, um, studied Jesus, studied uh, a bunch of different people, and uh, I really believe that there was something inside of um, because of where we are right now, um, in our, especially in our world, where there's just so much racket. You know, there's so much just chaos, there's so much noise, there's so many opinions. Um, even inside the church, you know, you have all types of differing opinions about, well, you know, we're going to get healed when we get to heaven. I'm like, well, bro, you know, the Word of God actually has all these healing scriptures, and I don't think I'm going to need them in heaven, so, like, I think it applies to us now. Um, there's just too much in there that points to the fact that I think God actually wanted us to um, be more than a conqueror, you know, like, not just in our job or our family, but maybe in our health as well. Um, so uh, I think it's important to actually know what God has to say. And so I believe that a principle that the Lord wants to us, us to understand um, today, there's a place that we can actually take refuge in, and there's a place um, that he's actually created us to be an et eternal dwelling place. And, like, when we – sometimes you'll hear, like, these phrases like, hey, I just want to get away, like Southwest has this cool commercial that I need to get away, I need to get a break, you know, um, but God is actually going to give us a picture of he's actually already designed this for us because he's on the inside of us. Um, and so I just want to look at a couple of different pieces that God has just really highlighted for me, which I believe is just another, um, I would say you could say a principle, another door to walk through, 
um, whatever language you like to use. So we're going to talk about Joshua today for a little bit. Um, is that cool? Y'all cool with talking about Joshua? All right, so um, Exodus 33. Um, I'm not going to read this whole thing. I'm just going to paraphrase. All right, so Exodus 33, when I started looking at Joshua's life, um, I went back to um, a picture in Exodus 33 where Moses um, was about to go. He had just constructed what they called the tent of meeting. And the tent of meeting was just simply a place where um, Moses um, would meet with the Lord. That's what it says in the, word, in the scripture. It says that this is where people would go and, and meet with the Lord. And every time, every day that Moses would go do this, it says that all the people would actually stand out in front of their tent um, and they would actually watch Moses go into the tent. They would see the cloud come down. And that Moses would have these encounters with the Lord where he would actually speak to him where it says face-to-face as one friend to another. That in itself is another message. Um, that is our reality now. Do you all know that? That's our reality now. Um, so what's beautiful, though, at the very end of this, it says Joshua, son of Nun, he says, was a young man. And after Moses left and everybody else went back into their tent, they all went and watched the football games and, and did all these things, it says that Joshua stayed. He stayed there. Like, this was his fascination. Like, this was his bread. Like, this was his life. This was his fulfillment. This was um, the place of, um, he was being enamored by the Lord. And there was something so beautiful about the fact that he stayed in this natural tabernacle, this natural place to meet with God, and, and, and he stayed there. And I'm like, that's, that's amazing, like, I want, I want to be like Joshua. So then as we continue to read Joshua's story in Joshua 1, there's this huge transition. It says, Moses, my servant, has died. The biggest transition in Israel's history. All they've known is Moses. They've seen all the you know, breakthroughs that they had with Moses, and all of a sudden Moses is not here any longer. Um, but it says you know, that the Lord basically came to, he didn't basically, the Lord came to Joshua. Um, we'll, we'll read this real quick. Um, Joshua 1, um, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them. You know, the Lord's given you a land. Um, the children of Israel, or city of God, church. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, and he starts kind of breaking down like all the dimensions. Um, it says, uh, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. And this last part is really what I want us to focus on. I think this right here, um, is really what God is highlighting, or one of the pieces that he's highlighting for us. It says that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it. Uh, do not turn to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. We opened up with 3 John 2. Beloved, I desire that you prosper in all things and be in good health even as your soul prospers that you may prosper wherever you go. This, the, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. 
in our modern world, this is just simply talking about God's word. Some people will say, well, I don't know how to meditate. I heard this pastor say the other day, have you ever stayed up late at night and just, you know, through your, um, your weeks and your days and things that are going on in your life that you just couldn't sleep because your mind was racing? Has anybody ever experienced, you know, something like that? Um, well, that's all ultimately what meditation is. It, it is continuing to um, think about something, ponder something over and over and over again. And God was just simply speaking to um, Joshua to say, no, you need to meditate basically on this, on what I have to say. Like, you need to be so attuned to what I have to say because there's going to be a lot of racket. You know, there's going to be ultimately, there's going to be, he already knew that there was going to be giants in the land. He knew that there was going to be a lot of noise. He knew there was going to be a lot of things where people were going to shrink back and they wouldn't want to take the land. He says, no, I need you in this moment of time, I need you to actually listen to me like you've never listened to me before. He goes on to say, you know, do not be discouraged nor dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with you wherever you go. And he shares this with him because I believe that he knew he was preparing him because there was ultimately going to be some challenges. There was going to be some challenges that Joshua was going to face. You know, and he needed what the word says, it's a lamp unto my feet and it's a light unto my path. You know, and he needed to hear actually what God was saying. Just like when Jesus was with the disciples on the boat and he says, hey, it's time to go to the other side. You remember the story? It's time to go to the other side. Well, they get in the boat, the storms come, the disciples are like, oh my God, we're going to die. You know, Jesus is asleep in the hole of the boat. They go down there and said, hey, Jesus, like, do you care that we're perishing? And he comes up and he says, you a little faith. But what did Jesus say at the very beginning of it? We're going to the other side. Like he'd already told them where they were going. And this is the same picture that we actually see with Joshua. This is why, guys, and this is going to be a point of ours here in a little bit, but this is why where we are right now, if we really want to access what we're talking about, divine health, body, soul, and spirit, like we really need to know what God says. Jesus says, I did not live by bread alone, but on every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. This is Jesus he often withdrew to lonely place places to actually separate himself from the racket and the noise to actually intensify the frequency of, Jesus, or of the Father's voice in his life. If Jesus actually needed to live by every word that came out of his Father's mouth, I would actually probably say it's a good idea for us to do that. Amen? So there's going to be kings. There's going to be giants. We're all facing challenges right now. Our world is plagued with challenges challenges and there are so much noise and racket that's bringing fear that's bringing discord that's bringing chaos but God has something to say it says in, in Isaiah he says he never became discouraged or failed isn't that amazing with all the racket and all the noise all the things that he was experiencing he was steadfast he says I got to go to Jerusalem and, and, and make this payment like he was steadfast and God wants us to be so stable on the inside he wants us to be so stable on the inside he's actually fashioned us as his eternal dwelling place isn't that amazing like eternity is on the inside of us that's what Ecclesiastes 3 says it says in John uh, in, in Luke 17 it says that the kingdom of God is on the inside of us no longer are we like Joshua going into a physical tent of meeting 
No, now the, physical, the, the tent of meeting is right here on the inside of us. And the Lord actually wants us to reign in life and to rule from this place. Isaiah 60 says that I'll make peace your governor and righteousness your ruler. That's what he did. When he, at, at, at salvation, when we give our lives to Jesus, his command, his government came on the inside of us. And Isaiah actually says of the increase of his peace and government, there shall be no end. Isn't that amazing in the world that we are living in right now with all the fear and all the chaos and all the concerns of the increase of his peace and government, there shall be no end. We are the eternal dwelling place of God. And this is just a beautiful picture. So I was thinking about the giants that, um, that Joshua faced. I was even looking at David's life with Goliath in the land that was mocking the armies of God. You know, disease, depression, anxiety is a mockery of what God's done and who he is and his character. Um, for us to put up with it is, is, is just not God's nature. Um, and I started looking at these two stories, and I was like, Lord, what, what, is, you know, what is something that you would say maybe is a giant in our land? And the Lord just spoke to my heart. Um, hey, Shelby, I'm going to jump to Romans 16, um, verse 19 through 20. It says, for your obedience has become known to all. Therefore, I'm trying to remember what version I gave you. Um, all right, let me transition to this other version. It says, I'm so happy when I think of you because everyone knows the testimony of your deep commitment of faith. So I want you to become scholars of all that is good and beautiful and stay pure and innocent when it comes to evil. And the God of peace will swiftly pound Satan to a pulp under your feet. And the wonderful favor of our Lord Jesus will surround you. I usually use that verse, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. But as I was reading that, I usually like will quote, I love Romans 16, 20, but when I started reading it again, I actually read verse 19. It's usually awesome to kind of read all of it in context. But he just simply says that I actually want you to be a scholar of what is good. Ultimately, I, you, you, you need to know God's word. You need, you need to know God's voice. Since you are the eternal dwelling place in the earth, you know, you have such a capacity to actually hear what he's saying around the clock, 24-7, seven days a week. And then it says you need to, some versions say you need to be simple concerning things that are evil. You know, basically you need to shun things. And sometimes we're like evil, well, that's like, you know, I don't participate in evil. But no, sometimes that we will listen to songs, we'll watch movies, we'll participate in conversations. Um, there's things that actually are hindering. And it actually is what we call a mixture on the inside. You know what Isaiah 53 says, whose report will you believe? Do you, do, you, do you believe the report sometimes of a doctor when it's a bad diagnosis? You know, do you believe the report of the government, whether it's Republican or Democrat? You know, do you, what, like, like right now, who's got, your, who, who's got the frequency of your heart? You know, is, is it truly God and his word? You know, or, you know, is it everything else? Is it Facebook? Is it Instagram? You know, like there are so many competing voices. And I believe that one of the most, the, the greatest challenges right now for us, especially inside the church, is whose report will you believe? Will you attune yourself to his voice? We just came out of a season of prayer and fasting, and it wasn't just for 21 days. I believe that God is always encouraging us to say, hey, reset your life. I got something for you. Get all the clutter out. Get the mixture out, because I want to actually speak into your heart so that you can be the place where Joshua, son of Nun, came but know where the city of Tampa can come and they can get the breakthrough that they desperately need. Amen?
So there's two points, guys, that one of them I've already been talking about. I couldn't wait till I got to the very end. Um, actually, I'm going to read one more verse. I don't, I don't want to jump there yet. Philippians 4. It's at, it was at the end, too. I just want us to see another picture in the Word. It says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, here's that word, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. The main thing that really hits me in this one is there's so much in here. Whatever things are pure, if it's not pure, we need to get our eyes off of it. We need to get our ears severed from it. Um, but whatever things are of good report, like you can sit and watch the news, and man, the news doesn't have a lot of good report reporting. I don't care how you lean, you know. If you like Fox, if you like CNN, if you like whatever else is out there, um, whatever is of good report, guys, is actually what we need to have coming in our ears. Like we are in such a time right now where we don't have time now to just squander our time if we want to be the breakthrough if we want to be the city we have to be attuned to his voice and I just pray today that the Holy Spirit will challenge you and will give you instruction and divine um, strategy in how you need to actually insert yourself into the word Pastor Howard talked a little bit about it last week um, and we'll love to help you this is what our team is here to do we would love to help you on your journey um, inside the word and I just, uh, I just believe, too, that in this, um, in this season that we're in, that God is going to enamor you, fascinate you in the Word of God. So on the road to Emmaus, these guys are walking down the road with the living Word. Y'all remember this story? And they're like, oh, God, you don't know, like, what in the world's going on? Because Jesus had just asked them, like, what had just happened? And they start telling them about Jesus and that, you know, we thought he was going to do this and you know, he was killed, and, um, and then Jesus starts unpacking the word to him. He says, don't you know what the prophets and the law have actually said about me? And then as they were about to walk past his house, or their, their house, um, they said, hey, will you, will you stay a little bit longer? Jesus walks into the house with them, um, and as they're preparing, they prepare a meal, put bread on the table, and it says, as soon as he actually broke the bread, it says that they saw with their very eyes who he was, and it says that he vanished, just like that. And God just spoke to my heart about that, um, that as soon as they broke open the word, they saw him. Um, and then it says, but did our hearts not burn with fire? So, guys, we don't want to just say, hey, the principle of today for divine health is that you know his word. Go read some scriptures, put them on your mirror, put them on your bumper sticker. No, we want you to be fascinated with the one who actually is the word. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. So I believe that there is a revival of God's word coming into our hearts and into the land where we actually open up the pages, and it's more fascinating than Instagram, Facebook, and everything else that the world has to offer. Simple as that. And the last thing um, that I want to hit on, I've got two points, and I'm not, I'm sorry, Shelby, I'm not in, in, the, in, in order. Um, but it's prayer. We just came out of this season of prayer. And as us being the eternal dwelling place of God in the earth, the Lord is calling us into um, a, uh, a communion and fellowship with him. We are co-laborers with the Lord. The Lord um, wants to release breakthrough in our families, in our health, 
divine order everywhere. And he simply, what it says in Isaiah 59, he says he was actually looking for a person. He was looking for an intercessor. He says, but he couldn't find any. So, so he actually put himself into a position, and he came down, right? He took care of business, and then he actually handed the baton back to us. He says, all right, now that my spirit is living on the inside of you, I've given you my capacity. Now that you're more than a conqueror, he says, now will you become the intercessor that will be the watchman on the walls for a city, for a family? Will, will, will you be that person? I heard this pastor say the other day about prayer, and I'm praying this for my own life, that we will be caught up into the beauty realm with God in prayer. That prayer is not just, oh, something i got to do. It's my Christian duty. No, it is actually where I go sit down at the table with the one who actually spoke the universe by the breath of his mouth. I believe, guys, with all my heart, that if we'll make 2022 a year of discovering the Lord in his word and becoming a person of prayer where we simply say this, um, God, I know that you want to like touch some people in, um, in Tampa or even across the world. Um, Isaiah 6 says, they heard the Lord, who will go for us? We just simply say, I'll go. Lord, would you wake me up at night for me to pray for India? Would you wake me up at night to pray for Brazil? Would you wake me up at night for my coworkers? No, I raise my hand. I don't have to necessarily travel somewhere. I can actually wake up in my own bedroom and I can actually um, release breakthrough all over the globe. Amen? So guys, um, we've, had, we've really had some um, amazing, uh, we've got a lot of testimonies in this house of uh, just powerful breakthrough. Um, we've had a team that's been... Um, uh, on an expedition in India, but they've been doing it virtually. And they have seen powerful, powerful breakthroughs. They've seen, I mean, what, thousands of salvations, um, healings. Um, they put themselves in position, just like Joshua did. Um, they put themselves into position to see breakthrough from Tampa all the way into India. Um, Sasha, one of our um, members here, she was telling me a story about uh, being able to pray for somebody, and she was a little you know, hesitant, and she was trying to wait her turn, and, um, but God had put something in her heart, and she was like Joshua. She was positioned, like being with the Lord, and that the family actually saw her through the screen and said, I think you actually have something for us, and she just simply said this, you need to trust. You need to trust. Isaiah 26 says, I will keep those in perfect peace, those whose minds are stayed on me because they trust in me this is a divine order that my thoughts my innermost being is actually fixed on what you have to say like um, there's not a better way to say it and because she was in position and because she knew God's heart she was able to pray and we believe that there is going to be total healing of a little boy that actually I think his, 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 his arms and his legs were compromised and I just got back from Brazil. I was in Brazil in early December. And um, we saw thousands of physical healings, emotional healings. And it all was centered around a ministry that's actually just taking God at his word. Put themselves into position. 
to actually be a servant and to release God's kingdom through their life. I believe that everybody in here wants to be that place of refuge, be that place where God um, can meet with other people and to release a breakthrough in somebody's, uh, in somebody's life. I believe that everybody in here has that desire and design on the inside. Amen. Well, guys, let's go ahead and uh, just pray. Um, so, Jesus, I just thank you for I thank you for this moment. Um, Holy Spirit, I thank you for all that you're doing um, today. Baptize us afresh and anew in your Holy Spirit and your fire. God, let it burn out every wrinkle. Let your word wash away every blemish. Lord, I thank you that you have, you have prepared and you're preparing a people for this hour. Lord, may we be um, a people that is so attuned to the frequency of your voice and your word that nothing can stop us and that you will truly get what you paid for. I thank you for that special grace that the guys on the road to Emmaus experienced when they were able to open up the word. May there be um, a fresh breath on your word. In John 20, 22, that he breathed upon them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. We thank you that we are in the year 2022. And he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Lord, I just thank you for the revival that comes to the person who takes you at your word, who finds themselves on a journey in your word, believing what you have to say and then repeating what they hear. Lord, would you just so enamor us with our prayer life? Will it no longer be a Christian duty and just a responsibility? May it be the greatest wonder and awe that we've ever experienced. And may we be that house. A house of healing flows through the people who take you at your word and the people who have found their fulfillment and satisfaction in you. In Jesus' name, amen.